Welcome to the Ready Set Crypto Podcast. Do you expect us to talk? I, you'll be shaken and stirred. Now meet your hosts, Doc and Mav. So, I'm going to begin this video with a big and bold claim. The next 10 years will be the most exciting, controversial, and liberating years the capital markets have ever experienced. And you and I get to be a part of it. Hopefully, by the end of this video, you'll agree with me. So, what's going on? Well, we certainly saw some of those attributes in effect throughout 2017 with the ICO. It showed people the power of smart contracts and the blockchain, tied in with direct-to-investor small-cap formation. I still think that achievement is underappreciated for what it represented. Let me explain. In this day and age, when you hear of a monopoly, it's usually followed by talk of disruption potential. When we talk about startups and disruption, Amazon, Uber, Airbnb, these are companies tackling established industries by undercutting them with lower costs and better technology. And the ICO, by its nature, attempted to undercut one of the most powerful and established industries of all, Wall Street and the financial system. Wall Street has long had a monopoly on the initial capital formation stages, and the ICO attempted to disrupt that with accessibility for companies and investors combined with virtually zero overhead. But, ultimately, the ICO's low barrier to entry proved to be its doom, as low-quality projects emerged that defrauded investors and flew in the face of powerful governmental regulatory bodies. However, this grand experiment was not in vain. We proved that the model works, in some sense. It just needs some tweaking. Add in a little bit of that regulatory compliance special sauce to the ICO model, and back it up with infrastructure to ensure continued support and upgradability and suddenly we have a very interesting and potent mixture. We'd have a model that was quick, efficient, inexpensive, compliant, and offers a direct-to-investor path to capital on a global basis. We'd marry the power of the new world with regulation and protection of the old. Mind you, this represents a whole new industry. This isn't strictly crypto anymore, nor does it fit cleanly into the existing finance industry. It's the hybrid that balances the benefits of both while minimizing the disadvantages. This is the security token, and it represents one of the most exciting developments currently at the forefront of fintech and crypto. Security tokens, in their fully developed form, provide access to capital at its lowest price, on a global scale, empowering the individual investor with the advantages only institutions and VCs currently enjoy. A few years ago, this was unheard of and unimaginable. It wouldn't surprise me if the words common stock faded from use in the next decade or so. It's place taken by the security token. Quite simply, security tokens will be the blue chip investment king of the new digital economy. So let's explore that and look at one of the best upcoming platforms that will be working to issue the security token offerings. Welcome to Ready Set Crypto. This is your brain on blockchain. Now, just to be clear, security tokens utilize blockchain architecture, but they're a totally different animal than the ICO especially one that labels itself as a utility token. The process of offering security tokens is called a security token offering, or STO, 
or sometimes they're called digital security offerings or DSO. They're the same thing. So the goal of an SDO or DSO is to essentially tokenize shares to provide additional transparency, increase trading liquidity, and provide a more efficient process. Investors are able to buy and sell equity more easily and transparently, while tracking cap tables, traditionally a messy business, can be more process-driven and clear. STOs are fundamentally an alternative to ICOs because they combine the reliability of traditional finance with the versatility of crypto. It really aims to be the best of both worlds, and it really fits because blockchain just happens to be a better way to deal with digital securities. I mean, there's opportunity to shape and correct the crypto market to become more compliant through STOs, but that opportunity isn't just to bolt on this structure with existing blockchain companies. Sure, they're the early adopters, the first movers, but the big opportunity is digitizing private and public shares. The pivotal moment for digital securities, for STOs, will be when exchanges begin to offer them to the public. I think 2019 will be that year, where you'll begin to see exchanges trading securities in a legal way. And so, what you'll find is there will be a whole new industry set up. Again, while STOs are based on blockchain, they really do stand alone because of their compliant nature. And as such, you're going to see a whole new set of exchanges and platforms created to facilitate them. This is because you can't just lump ICOs and STOs on the same platform. So let's quickly look at STO exchanges and platforms. On the exchange side, that's where you'll see players like Overstock.com's T0 really emerging as the front runner. They've received a $1.5 billion valuation when a VC pledged to invest $270 million into them. Additionally, Overstock CEO recently said that they intend to go fully into crypto, selling their retail business. This is despite the fact that T0 is currently burning through $2 million a month. Add on to this the fact that traditional institutions will be very well equipped to facilitate these exchange functions. For example, I guarantee you, you'll see backed trading STOs at some point. So STO exchanges, I think, will be the domain of institutional players in the years to come. I mean, that's what Wall Street does. They're not going to let themselves be disrupted overnight. But where I do see tremendous opportunity for us is in STO platforms, which are instruments that help companies create blockchain-based security tokens. You see, it's like how Ethereum is a platform that allows companies to build and launch their tokens on top of the Ethereum blockchain. The major difference between Ethereum and these new SEO platforms is the additional layers involved with an SEO, including developing the token itself, as well as processes like regulatory management, services for investors, smart contracts, and more, all of which allows companies to launch security tokens. And that's how you can differentiate the ICO from the SEO. And as such, SEO platforms will be the catalyst of what is quickly a developing industry, and that's why I'm so enraptured by them. And I don't think I'm alone. Last week, TechCrunch revealed that Coinbase had made its latest foray into becoming a security token issuer. They invested in Securitize, which is an SDO platform that has raised $12.75 million in their Series A round. This puts them in a good position, and the ecosystem of interoperability they're building has extreme foresight. But I want more out of an SDO platform than just digitizing existing private and public shares like Securitize is doing. So, looking around at other emerging STO platforms, inevitably, you've probably heard of Polymath. But Polymath continues to frustrate me. Just Google Polymath token scam, or try to understand the value of their token when they're accepting KYC payments not in the Poly token. And I think that's certainly concerning. 
Essentially, they ICO'd, and now it looks like there's really not much utility to the Poly token, trading on exchanges like Binance. And that's really bad. And it gets worse. Recently, Polymath announced their Polymath Core 2.0 infrastructure upgrade. This upgrade requires existing token issuers to follow instructions to upgrade their tokens. To quote Polymath, this means that existing token issuers will only be able to enjoy these new features if they deploy a new token under the 2.0 version. Now, even if you don't have a development or DevOps background, hopefully you can appreciate that this is exactly the type of situation that should have been architected out ahead of time to be avoided. Well, at least they learn and address the issue, right? Unfortunately not. In a more recent blog post around upgradability, Polly mentioned, in order to update core parts of our protocol while still allowing issuers to retain full control over any issued tokens, we only added upgradability to our registry and control contracts. Tokens generated through the protocol remain immutable, although we are looking at innovative ways to tackle updating tokens in a future release of Polymath Core. So what does that mean? Well, it would appear to allude to a future 3.0 infrastructure upgrade where all previous token issuers will either need to recreate their token or go through some sort of seamless as possible upgrade process. Ultimately, to me, it means acknowledging wasted development time and investor dollars as they work to rebuild their platform based on core architecture mistakes. I mean, if you've ever had to participate in a mainnet launch, you know how frustrating that process is. You, as the end user, should not have to go through that process. And so, for an STO platform, I really want to see three things. First, their platform must be able to support any future direction. Second, upgrades should require no effort on part of the customer. Again, end users should not have to deal with token upgrades. And finally, third, the architecture should remain as nimble and flexible as possible to ensure we can address unforeseeable future developments. This is a new industry, and just like ICOs in 2015 versus now, we really have no idea what the future holds, and the architecture should reflect that. Add on top of this a completely transparent SEO process that covers all major SEC-exempt offering types. This is something, for example, that Polymath is not doing instead focusing only on the bigger offerings. It's been said that where T0 resembles the New York Stock Exchange as it relates to security tokens, Polymath is looking to be the Goldman Sachs. So I wanna see an SDO platform that covers all major SEC exempt offering types. Their smart contracts should enable the STO to be done at a fraction of the cost of traditional firms and in a timely fashion considering the chosen path of the issuer, be that a Reg D, a Reg CF, a Reg S, a Reg A+, or an S1 registration. Add up all these recommendations together, and that's why I think STOs will succeed in the long run. They're much more affordable than traditional offerings, and they're infinitely flexible. And so that's why I'm supportive of the STO platform PrefLogic, because they meet all of these requirements, and they do so in a manner superior to the competition. Not to mention, they're already capable of launching security tokens today, and they're ready to scale. I've seen their STO wizard in action, and yeah, it's the real deal. What really speaks to me about Pref is that while platforms like Securitize and Polymath are going after Big Fish, trying to be essentially the new Wall Street, Pref is going after the little guy, anyone who is serious about tokenizing assets or equity. I mean, think about it. 
If you have a killer idea for some app or startup, but you need capital, what are your options? I mean, you could try to go through a bank, but they're likely going to turn you away because the burn rates of startups is not congruent with a bank's risk-averse practice. VCs might be a little more forgiving, but they've probably heard every pitch under the sun, and even if they do like you, they're going to impose strict conditions for your funding. And so, there's the impetus for going straight to investors. They're more forgiving and willing to take risks than banks or VCs. With the ICO, we saw a glimmer of that interesting future. But ultimately, without investor protections in place, ICOs were almost no better than gambling. So again, this is why STOs will succeed where ICOs failed. And what's truly revolutionary is the barrier to entry is almost as low as ICOs. Think about it. With an STO platform as progressive as PrefLogic, you can tokenize your startup's equity and have investors on board in a legally compliant SEC-approved manner for 10 grand. Compare that to Wall Street or VCs who will take a large percentage of your startup's equity, whereas Pref will only take a one-time fee to list. Do you understand how massive this is? With these new tools, we're about to turn the capital formation process on its head. The game that's been rigged against us will now be much more fair. We're about to see a turnkey STO for pennies, turning anyone into an asset manager or business owner by using these tools to achieve their dreams, raising money from a worldwide investing base. And that last bit is what really blew my mind. Make sure you pay attention to this next piece because no one is talking about this. And yet it's going to shake things up like you've never seen. Continuing my example, you're a startup looking to raise capital. And as an issuer using an STO platform as advanced as Pref, you could do a Reg D 506C solicitation and offering and attract accredited US investors. Cool. With an STO, you're going to be keeping more of your company's equity and you're not beholden to some VC. You can go straight to investors. Now, where it really gets interesting is that you could also do a Reg S offering at the same time as your Reg D. If the STO platform, like PrefLogics, was combined with an international exchange, like the Malta exchange, you as the issuer could promise liquidity in the Reg S as soon as the offering ended, likely within 24 hours. Of course, because all Reg D offerings, by their nature, enforce a one-year holding period where securities cannot be sold, I envision you could offer a lower price to US investors who cannot participate in the Reg S, and a higher price to international investors who pay a liquidity premium. But do you see the benefit here? You're able to tap into both domestic and foreign investors immediately. The ability to have concurrent offerings, tapping into US liquidity and offshore liquidity at the same time, and for pennies of what current offerings cost. That's a game changer. This is quite literally the Konami code of capital formation, a loophole of epic proportions. And I really think it's gonna transform a lot of paradigms. It's clear to me that Malta, for example, wants to capitalize on this new vision. They want to be the king of the new token economy. I know this because of their Virtual Finance Act, which I recommend you read. Everything about it screams their intent on making this vision a reality sooner than you think. And what's interesting is that Pref is working with them to make that happen. Remember when I said that the next 10 years will be the most exciting, controversial, and liberating years the capital markets have ever experienced. This is what I'm talking about. We're about to see an arms war over these emerging markets. You're going to see countries like Malta and Singapore 
fighting over who will dominate the next 10 years of the new token economy. We're already seeing it happen. Cryptocurrencies, STOs, these are pieces of a much larger puzzle. The world is changing. By being a part of this movement, by understanding what companies like Prefologic are doing, you're at the forefront of this change. We are the change that we seek, and we're in uncharted waters. But I think the outcome of these next few years will be worth the investment. I'm thrilled to see where we can go. So definitely give Pref a look. I can't talk about how to invest in what they're doing directly because of securities laws, but I can suggest that you join their Telegram, I'll link it below, and seek out that answer. If nothing else, they're one of the most informative and helpful groups out there regarding questions about securities and SEOs. So if you want to learn more about SEOs, that's where I would suggest you go. Last, I want to make sure it's clear that I'm not being paid to do these videos or any videos for that matter. Preflogic and I are working together to promote SEO education and help people understand where the market is heading, but in no way am I being compensated for this. I mean, it's my goal. I want to help you understand the complex direction that crypto is heading as if it wasn't complicated enough. And Ready Set Crypto has always been about investor-focused education and information. Preflogic simply are the most transparent actors in the emerging SDO industry that I've found, and that's why I continue to give them my spotlight. I think the crypto industry as a whole needs to heal after the irrational ICO market has been buried at last. I genuinely believe that SEOs could be exactly what crypto needs right now. It's startup innovation that enables capital formation for the average investor. With SDOs, we don't have to kowtow to institutions looking to corporatize crypto. In fact, quite the opposite. 2019 is going to be such an important year for us in so many ways. I'm ecstatic to see how we can evolve and I'm glad we're sharing this journey together. So thanks for watching. I'll catch you in the next one. Cheers.